Keep the change, you filthy animal. Where is the beef? Hey, how you doing? Hold on to your butt. Feels like an Arby's snack. Mine. Son of a... That's gonna leave a mark. Chili, baby, back with Well, what if there is no tomorrow? There wasn't one today. This is Tom and Jim's Top 5. Naming their top five lists on everything pop culture. Celebrating the 90s, sports, movies, music, and more. They're not authorities, just grown children. Here's your hosts, Tom Skull and Jim Doubt. I actually put it 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Oh yeah, that's how it works. I'm tired. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I'm ready. Just okay. <laughs> Sorry. I was like, oh shit, do I have another hour? I don't remember. Oh well, whatever. <laughs> but I did all my stuff this morning, so I'm good to go. Okay. All that information was not needed. I ready? Are you ready? Okay, I am ready. How was your day? Fast. Fast? Yeah, mine too. Oh, made a huge mistake going to a, a Target on a Sunday. Oh, you don't do that. I know, and it, we don't. We shouldn't do that, and it seems like that always happens with us. And probably because it's my only day off with my family, so we try to go get stuff done. And I just, it, I just literally wanted to murder, murder people there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, I went to the. Yeah. I usually go to the grocery store when the Browns are playing because that's like nobody's there. Right. Uh, but they haven't been playing for quite a while. Right. Like today, I was at the grocery store. And usually, like, when I'm looking for something, I usually stash my cart in an area that's out of people's way. Right. And I did that today, and I parked it, like, behind a giant pillar while I went to look at asparagus. And this little old woman wheels her cart up directly behind my cart and then just stares at me to move it. And I'm like, it's against a pillar. Where are you going to go? There's nowhere to go. It's like it's out of people's way, and it's like you went out of your way for me to be in your way. Ugh. So I like back my card up and give her a weird look and thanks. And then she just keeps walking by. I'm like, what? I don't understand what just happened. People are the worst. They are the worst, especially in grocery stores. People are the worst in grocery stores because they treat like they, they act like they're driving a car. Like they have the same manners as driving a car, but you can actually make eye contact with the person, which is worse. Right. And they still don't acknowledge you. It's the weirdest thing, man. The grocery stores are horrible. They're horrible. It's not the worst in people. It does. It does. Well, I'm glad we were both in a great mood <laughs> for this show. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, no, I'll be. Uh, w- w- let's do this. Let's do this. I'm excited for this show, Jim. I really am. And so, cool. um, I'm. I got my information. I was surprised on how much information I found on some of these things. So, oh, I had no information on anything. Yeah. Well, I didn't think I was gonna need it. I just put down five things, and I'm like, then I'm like, oh, I'll just check. Uh, here, I'm like, oh, look at this. There's actually information about this. So I wrote down a few things. But no big deal. We'll 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 work it out. I might not even get to my stuff. I'm interested to hear it. I just figured I would talk. Yeah. Well, I, well you know, I love hearing your voice. Mm. Mm. Okay. Well, let's get it going here. I got a new lamp, so I'm under some nice light here. This mm-hmm. is I beautiful. can tell it sounds better. Yeah. Do you... Do you, you... <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, let's let's get on let's get on with the show. Hello, everybody. This is Tom and Jim's top five. I am 
Tom Skull and that uh, other friend of mine on the other line there is Jim James Jeffrey Doubt. Am I right? Yeah, I have seven middle names. Nice, nice. And one of them is also my first name. <laughs> Jim's Jim, Jimmy James James. Yes. Mm-hmm. Can you hear me in the back? Yes. Nobody, uh, nobody wrote in with a guess uh, on your your middle name this week, like last week. But uh, um, people, we're still working on it. We're still going to figure it out. God is my witness. We're going to figure out that middle name. Anyway, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm a little wired. You know, maybe I'll just have another, another, uh, there we go. And I'll be fine now. Um, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, like I said earlier, I, when I was talking to you, went to Target today, hated it. Um, but the rest of the Sunday was great. We're recording this on Sunday. And yours is, yours is good as well? It's very fast. Very fast. Uh, it's gone by very, very quick. I have a very busy week ahead of me. So yeah, me too. Hmm. I want this to go as long as humanly possible. Okay, good week. <laughs> Noted. Yeah. <laughs> no, no problem. Um, I saw a picture of your little guy today. Saw a picture of your the, little guy. Thanks for sending the, that. The, yeah, the one that I sent to you. Yes, gorgeous. Yeah. Um, he was wearing the little onesie my wife and I bought him. So that's exciting. Yeah. Yep, he fits it now. Yes. And uh, thank you, thank you. It's yeah. mostly the onesie. Yes. <laughs> and uh, and thank you. You sent uh, we 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 started a new tradition. You and I this week apparently we you sent I sent uh, your son a book. My wife and I sent <laughs> a book, and you and your wife sent us a book for our son. Yes. And uh, yes. yeah. And Fletcher, I, I sent you the video, of course. And Fletcher was very excited. I had to read the book three <laughs> times yesterday. That's uh, great. Yeah, because he's read that in the store. And we, we, I don't know why we opted to like not get it or whatever. We went with a different one. And so he he knew right away when I opened up a page and saw, he's like, oh, it's the book with no pictures. <laughs> so very, very cool. So anyone who wants awesome. to know, it's the, yeah, BJ Novak's book, the book with no pictures. It's, it's great. It's awesome. Thank you again. So. Well, thank you for the pout pout fish. Yes. Pout pout fish is great stuff, man. It's <laughs> it good, is a stu- good book. Yeah. And you, you found yourself singing, you said, right? You say, yeah, I, hum, yeah, I sing it all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. spreading jury ruries all over the place. Yeah, that's good stuff. Good <laughs> stuff. All right, man. Well, we are going to do a show this week. We are doing our top five um, elementary gym games. So the game you know, stuff you'd play at, at in phi ed class, I guess, in gym class. And uh, I went with ones I played in grade school, but I guess we didn't really put it. You could have made ones you did in high school. I don't know what you're where you're going with your list, but. Um, well, good. I get you. You'll have to find out. <laughs> Very excited. Very excited. Uh, we had a few comments, mostly on uh, their top people's top five. So we'll wait to the end of the show for those. But I say we get right into it. What do you think? Let's jump in. All right. Well, who's starting, Jim? Is it me or you? You're excited. You can go. I'm a little excited. A little wired, like I said. Okay. Uh, my top five. Uh, how do we, wait? How do you want to call this? This is just confusing. Gym games? Because you're Jim. So is this getting confusing for people? Should we call it FIED games? What? FIED? We didn't call it FIED. We didn't. It's just gym. You know what? We, if, had, we just said PE. PE. Okay. That's what we had. I'm going to go with gym games because I love saying your name. So um, <laughs> my, my, my top five gym game. Ready for number five, Jim? Yes. All right. It is a little known game called Red Rover. Ah, oh, yes. Love Red Rover. And uh, you could play this anywhere, but I, I remember playing for the first time in 
grade school in my uh, in my elementary school in gy- in, in gym class. And uh, I I do I need to explain what Red Rover is? No. Okay. Well, real quick, I'll explain real quick. Red Rover, there's two teams on each side, and you say. Do I need to explain? No. Okay. Here I go. <laughs> I was gonna do what I was, whatever I was gonna do anyway. Anyway, it's like two teams, and basically, Jim, you're on the other, you're on my other team, and I say, Red Rover, Red Rover, send Jim on over, and you have to run towards my team and try to bust through us, pretty much, right? Is that how you yeah. guys played? Yeah. That's how yeah. we played. So you, you, you lock arms, and you have to bust it. And if you don't do it, now you're on our team. But if you do do it, you get to take two people from my team or from your team and bring them over or whatever. So uh, anyway, I loved it. It was fun. I, I we, we played many variations, I remember, in school. One time we we pretended we were all we all had to pick a dog type, like a breed. <laughs> I don't know why I remember this, but that was one of the things. We had like, oh, Send all the bulldogs over. You know, it's like that kind of thing. Weird. I don't know why we just didn't use our first names. Um, but uh, I loved it. I loved it. Um, this is kind of a cool game. It's played all over the world. Um, in Russia, um, it's they call it Alibaba. <laughs> That's the name of the, what they call it. And uh, in Hungary, they um, I'm not going to try to speak their language, but they, basically instead of calling it Red Rover, it's in English translated to Send O King a Soldier. And Serbia... Yeah. They call it, uh, translated into English, is City Crier and the Flag Bearer. And I got two more. In Romania, it's called Country Country We Want Soldiers. And in the Czech Republic, it's called The King Sends Out His Army. So I think that's kind of cool that they play it everywhere. And uh, I love playing this. I don't know about your grade school, uh, your elementary school, in the gym. Um, once you get to like the sidelines, um, it's just a pure concrete wall. Is that pretty yeah. accurate? So ours, I ours would have those mats like taped up behind the the wall. Right. Like the floor mats would be up against the wall, so you could slam into them. Did you only have the mats though? <laughs> because ours also served as a as a basketball court, of course. We only had the yeah. mats like behind, like where the hoop was. So like anything yeah. six feet out from the, there <laughs> was the concrete wall. And yeah. I distinctly remember this one girl, and I, I won't, I, I, I'm not going to name her name, but I graduated with her. She's fine, by the way. Um, tripped and went headfirst into the concrete wall playing Ooh. this game. Oh, poor girl. Yeah, she. so that was the end of that day. But, uh, um, yeah, there was. you really could really get hurt because those, those pads, they should be a fully padded room like a psychiatric hospital for, for these <laughs> games. But they weren't. But, um Anyway, I love Red Rover. It's fun. It's really cool. I'd still play it today. We should do Red Rover uh, Adult Red Rover. That would hurt probably more, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but like I said, it, it was uh, they there there was some information on here that it was founded back in the 19th century. Can you believe that? I guess they had nothing else to do. Apparently not. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I distinctly remember this starting probably in kindergarten playing this game. So. Good stuff. You don't have Red Rover on your list, I take it. I do not. Well, Red Rover, Red Rover, what's Jim's number four? Over. Five. Over. <laughs> Mine is a little more violent. Yes. Um, I went with floor hockey. Oh, with the plastic sticks? Yes, oh, with so... the plastic sticks. Nice. Um, <laughs> my, so I don't know what your PE teachers are like. Mine was like, I think all of them were like, X or the uh, the current uh, wrestling coaches. 
Okay. So they like didn't care about much. So it, it, like we play floor hockey, and this was mostly like a junior high, high school game, not like a grade school game. Right. And I feel like body checking and cross checking was encouraged. Right. Um, I remember bleeding from the nose one time. Um, Ouch. It's, I mean, I don't need to go over a whole lot of rules. It's hockey on the floor. Correct. That's pretty much that's, it. That's, and you yeah. would just run around wearing, you remember the pennies, the red pennies? Oh, the yeah. Jersey oh, you yeah. Wear? yeah. Pennies and shirts. Yep. And uh, you just run around and hit each other right. and try to score goals. I mean, it's, it's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. I feel like when we played floor hockey, though, it was always um, – a divided day like the girls would be doing something else while the guys played floor hockey you don't enter it's not a co-ed floor hockey you don't do that yeah it was not as uh <laughs> it wasn't as socially acceptable back then i guess or uh yeah i guess what what, what, what nowadays you have to, everything would everything would be intertwined but like back then they would definitely separate the boys and, and girls because for no good reason right well we we definitely did yeah i mean you would you would go into the boys locker room and come out and you would do roll call and attendance and everything sep- completely separate. The girls would be on one half of the gym and the guys were on the other doing roll call and, and attendance. And then you would do um, like warm-ups together. Everybody would get into one, like spread out over the whole gym and they would lead stretching and warm-ups. And then after that, you might go do team sports co-ed or uh, sometimes there would be different, different games. It would be girls only and guys only and i feel like floor hockey was a guys only game nice nice i um i remember playing did, did you say when you played this i mean you played in grade school all the way up or? no this would have been a, a junior high high school game yeah because we did a we never i don't know if we ever had to play floor hockey in in high school in in pe but um i know there was intramurals we had intramural sports and we there was a floor hockey league, and we I remember playing that. And the one cool thing is the teachers always had a, a team, and um, even though you know weren't supposed to you know check or anything into people the boards, every once in a while you get a good shot into a teacher you didn't like, which was kind of cool. Yeah. But uh, yeah, good stuff, man. I loved I love floor hockey. Did, oh yeah. Did your school have like the standard everything that was plastic, like the sticks? The hockey sticks, the pucks, every everything in any sport you guys played. Did it was it always like red and yellow? Was it just the two colors, or did you have other colors? Because ours was everything was red or yellow, and that's how you just differentiated <laughs> the teams. I feel like they were different colors. I don't remember them. Okay, they must have got a deal on our school. You know, okay, here's a bunch of red and yellow ones, but we want blue. Nah, it's a penny more. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> good stuff. Do anything else on floor hockey? No, nothing. <laughs> All right, let's move on to number four. All right, my number four is uh, I love this game, and it 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 has to go. It goes with my favorite sport of all time, which is baseball. But this is kickball. Oh yeah, loved kickball. Um, it's uh, it's also known as soccer baseball in Canada. So that's for our Canadian friends. Um, Oh. Yeah, and it's similar to baseball, like I mentioned. Um. It's basically the same rules as baseball. It's just you at the at the home plate, you have a big, uh, big gym ball. I don't know what those balls are called. They're just big rubber balls, I guess. And They're kickball. Uh, kickball, yeah. And uh, you kick it, and then that's you. You know, you run the first, second, third, and home, and all that stuff, and you go through. And and uh, there, there a couple difference between baseballs. Baseball, you don't really have a lot of like 
field positions. People, the kids just spread out out there. At least that's what we did, and um, and uh, that's it. It's just baseball rules, and it's great. Um, it actually originally originated in 1917, but which is in Cincinnati, Ohio, not too far from you, Jim. Yes, that is true. I uh, kickball is my number three. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, great, great. So, and that's the only little bit of information I have is what you just said. Yeah, that's basically it. And by nineteen, I guess in nineteen seventeen, and by nineteen twenty, um, kickball was used in fired classes around the country, <laughs> and every, I guess all the way sen- and since then. Um, and yeah, there wasn't a whole lot of information. People know kickball. Um, it was uh, in the past, as most, of course, is a child's game like we're remembering now. But now there's like kickball leagues. Yeah. <laughs> of course, because we're a bunch of uh, grown children. And, uh, but that started like in the seventies, they started kickball leagues, which is kind of interesting. And those are all over the place. Um, and they, uh, it's played all over the world. Uh, South Korea has it and they, um, I'm not going to, again, I'm sorry if I'm going to, I'm not going to say the names cause I cannot speak any of these languages or even translate these things, but it's basically referred to as soccer baseball as well. Like California or Canada mentions. Um, and, uh, they play in Japan, they play it everywhere which is pretty pretty cool and um that's about it it's kickball i love the sport uh <laughs> did you play it where um see back nowadays I'm, I'm guessing they wouldn't have you like have two team captains and you pick your <laughs> pick your teams you know uh we definitely did that i don't know what they do now yeah i don't know what they do now i'm sure they don't now but we did that where like you pick the teacher would pick two kids and of course they're picking all their friends and stuff and then there's always the people get picked last which is uh it's sad you know but it, it uh it, i liked it i loved it i think it was so much fun this was one reason i loved playing it is because it meant it was nice enough to go have gym class outside that day um growing up in the you know where i in minnesota like there's only so many warm days in the fall and the spring before we get into winter so so it's like oh we're playing kickball day i'm like sweet it means it's nice enough to go play in the field across the across the street from the school and it, it was awesome i loved it <laughs> and then my parents would be pissed because i come home with grass stains all over my clothes I'm like what are you doing i'm like i'm playing kickball i'm like what are you, what are you sliding what are you doing <laughs> like i gotta win the game you know that t- we, took one for the team we would play it inside if it was if it wasn't nice enough outside we would play in the gym yeah i think we did play a few times in the gym but i just i Distinctly remember when we played outside, which was cool. So, did you have uh, PE uniforms you had to wear? We ne- no, we didn't. We just had to bring a, a separate gym clothes. Like we didn't have oh. uniforms. The only time we'd wear those things that you mentioned, what did you call them? We called them like just mesh, like mesh tank tops or whatever. You called them what? P- pennies. Pennies. Um, we had those sometimes, and it was when we played games in the gym that we had to separate, like in high school and stuff, when we did the intramural sports, like. One team had to play wear all red, you know, panties or whatever. But no, we just had to bring. We just had separate shoes and separate clothes. We had to bring. We didn't have PE uniforms. Oh. Are you talking oh, about we... like in the Goldbergs where they have, <laughs> and they yeah. write with a marker your name on your shirt? Oh, they were exactly like that. Yeah, we had. <laughs> we would get them on um, on a sign up day where you would go in and get your schedule and stuff at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Okay. And uh, you would get our school colors are purple and gold, so you get a gold shirt. With it said Sherrard on it and it had like the banner, a blank banner, and you wrote your name in a permanent marker. And then we had purple shorts that had the same thing in a gold little banner, and you write your last name in. Nice. And you had to, you had to write your name in. And Illinois like took PE really seriously. And we, um, 
could only get certain amount of no dress days. Like if you forgot your gym clothes, you could take a no dress day and still participate in your normal clothes, but you would get docked points off your daily score. Okay. And you only get like certain amount of no dress days. And if you use them up, then you had to go like sit in the office or something. Oh, geez. You really yeah. did take it seriously. Yeah. Illinois really did. Like PE was like a required, uh, uh, what are they called? Curriculum right. or whatever. And if we took like, say we were playing basketball, it wasn't just like, it, this is junior high and high school. Grade school is different. Right. You didn't just play basketball one day. It was like a two week long unit. And you had to learn all the rules and positions, and then you yeah. had to take a test and pass the test at the end of the unit. Wow, we—I know we did do that in junior high and high school. We did like it was two weeks of something. I don't remember taking like a test at the end of each thing, but um, we probably did. But yeah, it wasn't. Doesn't sound like it was as uh, regimented as, <laughs> as you went through. But um, yeah, did you real sidebar here? Did you have to take two weeks of dancing in your PE class? Yeah, we so did. We, we alternated uh, two weeks of of square dancing one year, and then. We would do line dancing the next year. Yeah, so did we. I remember doing that. And um, everybody make a right hand star. Right, right. There's always a couple kids that were just way into it, you know. <laughs> okay, it was me, but either way, there was those kids. And uh, no, I, okay, I, I assume dancing it's not your not in your list. So that that is a it's a it's a far assumption, Tom. Don't assume that. Okay, all right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, let's move on. That's all I got on kickball. Uh, okay. What's your number four? My number four is ping pong or table tennis. Nice. Uh, this was also junior high and high school game that we would play, and everybody knows ping pong. I don't need to go too much into that, but we would do uh, doubles and singles. Yeah. And um, compete and have like a, a tournament, like a bracketed tournament, until you had the winners, and then we'd do it with singles too for like two week time period. Right. And I loved ping pong. I grew up playing ping pong with my friend Jeff in his basement. And we were both pretty good at ping pong. Um, put spin on the ball. We were the kids who were like 10 feet back from the board, from the table, just slamming it like we're Forrest Gump. Nice. And I loved it. And uh, I was, I got to be like pretty good friends with uh, one of the PE teachers. And my senior year, I was taking chemistry, which wasn't a senior class. It was like a sophomore class. I just never took it. Yeah. And so I was in this class, and my, the teacher of that class was, like, right out of college. So I was, like, 18, and she was, like, 23. So she was it's pretty close to the same age range. Right. And I was good at chemistry. So she was just like, all right, listen, just do the work, take the test. If you want to go down and play ping pong, go play ping pong. <laughs> so I would just, just – I would show up. She would mark my attendance, and I would just get up and leave and go play ping pong for the next – for that PE hour of whatever oh, nice. whatever PE class was going on the same time as my chemistry class. Plus, I was also like an office aide, and I would just go play ping pong during the office aide time too. Oh, I was an office aide a few times. I love that because I would just go hang out. Um, yeah, and I'd go to the gym. I would just – that's what I would do. I'd go play – uh, play sports. That's sweet. Good. Great. See, Jim, this is why we're we're friends. We're the same. We're definitely the yes. same. Did mm-hmm. real quick because I know you're small from a small uh, town. How many people were actually in your like graduating class? What would you say? Oh, my class. Um, okay, so my my high school was seventh grade through senior year, so seven to twelve. Okay. In my high school, and seventh and eighth was junior high, and you, they had their own hallway. But their classes would be anywhere in the school. So you could be like 12, 
13 walking down a, high, a hallway with 17 and 18 year olds, which oh, is a huge God. difference at that age. Yeah, big time. Um, my graduating class was like 120 kids. Okay. And then my school was like 900, 7 to 12. Oh, okay. So it's not as small as I and was that's thinking. Like, well, it it's that isn't even that's like not my town. That's like one, two, three, four, five, six, probably seven or eight different towns combined. They shut down a high school okay. at one point, like a neighboring high school, and combined them all together. So, I mean, that's like okay. that's over like eight or nine different towns shipped into one school. Okay, so that, yeah, okay. Because your, your, your town where you grew up was only like 700 people or something? That yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's, yeah. See, my, my graduating class was like 320 people, but we mm-hmm. have, we, that was, there was four high schools in Duluth at the time. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, well, three three public, and then there was one private school. And and now there's only two public and one private school in Duluth. But, um, yeah, so three 320 kids. And so, like, and we, our high schools were only 9 through 12. So, like, you definitely didn't know everybody. You know, like, it was big enough where, like, I didn't know, I even didn't know every single person in my class just because there's it was a lot of people, you know, so... Cool. All right. I just wanted. I was just curious because I'm fascinated. It's absolutely fascinated with small towns and how many people like they graduate. Like somebody like, oh, my class was only sixteen people. I'm like, what? How do you do that? Like, how does it work? <laughs> so anyway, sorry to jump off the thing there, but no. All right. Table. What else you got on table tennis? Uh, table tennis. I don't want to go into like a huge history of it, but it was a Victorian English sport. Yes. Uh, played among the upper class after for after dinner parlor games. Ooh, the glitter audience. And, and it's suggested that makeshift versions of the game were developed by British military officers in India around 1860 or 1870, and then brought it back to England with them. There you go. There you go. I like it. I like it. I like table tennis. Can I real quick the the friend that you had? <clears throat> were you only friends with him because he had a t- a ping pong table no he was my best friend okay just just checking that those things happen <laughs> those things happen <laughs> all right moving on moving on to number three um i i i would uh be surprised if this isn't on your list but maybe not and uh but my number three jim it, if i ask you there's only one sound in this world that makes that is that sounds like this game what what game do you think I'm thinking of? Dodgeball. Exactly. <laughs> dodgeball. No other sound in the world sounds like a dodgeball hitting off someone's face. No. No, it's such That's my number 2. It's your number 2. Okay, this was my number 2, but I I flip-flopped it. I should have kept it at number 2. So I'm sorry, but we'll we'll go in this dodgeball. There's a ton of information on dodgeball, but most people know what dodgeball is. Of course, it was made kind of it gained popularity again with these with in pop culture at least with uh, 2004's uh, Dodgeball: A True Underdog Story with uh, Vince Vaughn and and um, oh what's his name Ben Stiller. If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. Um, God, that's horrible. To <laughs> uh, bad movie. The only thing good about that movie was relaunching Jason Bateman's career. Yeah, pretty much. And he's my favorite part of that movie on the Ocho. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Looks like they're going to have to forfeit. Well, it's a heck of a strategy. Wonder what how that's going to work out for them. <laughs> anyway, uh, I like the movie is bad, but it's it's it was funny for the time. But anyway, dodgeball. Um, I do, the the rules are simple. There's two teams. I think usually it's your five or six balls in the middle. Whistle blows. You have to run and grab. Someone has to grab a ball, and then you get 
you get your opponents out by hitting them, um, and you can, or and if they catch it, then you're out, and vice versa, and uh, and there's a couple rules on how to get back in the game and stuff. Most people know. Most people have played it in a different way. Um, we had one called trench dodgeball. I don't know if you know heard of that one. Um, I think some people call it army dodgeball, but basically it's like um, you have a, a a medic, a person that had to like. If someone got out, you had to go in the, the medical area, like the back, and, and to get that person back, the medic had to get across without getting hit and tag that person, and then that's how you freed the people. It was a different variation, but I just distinctly remember playing that one a lot, um, hmm. which is kind of cool. But, yeah, there's tons of different variants on it. Uh, and, uh, yeah, they play it all over the place. Like I said, it regained popularity with the with the movie Dodgeball, which then – there's a lot of dodgeball leagues started popping up for adults mm-hmm. after that. Yep, and I was it, on one for a little bit. Nice, nice. My son's uh, school, his current school where he he goes to school, and he uh, their their uh, school fundraiser uh, every year is a dodgeball tournament, and they get parents and teachers and stuff to form a dodgeball team, and uh, they get pledges, and then we do a big dodgeball tournament, which was this weekend, in fact, which I wasn't able to go because I worked most Saturdays, so we didn't do a team. But that's they use they do a dodgeball tournament to raise money for the school every year, and I think that's a great idea to get all the parents out there playing dodgeball. Um, so that's pretty sweet. Um, yeah, what else do you got on? There's a there's a, I have a couple things on the longest game ever played and stuff. But what do you got? Oh God! Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of different variations of of yes. the game that we would play at any given time. Like sometimes we would play where uh, they would set up like pins in the back like four or five pins along the back um, baseline. Okay. And if you hit those pins over, then the game was over. Oh. So instead of, like, hitting the people, if you got the ball through the crowd of people and knocked over all four pins, then you won. Okay. All right. Um, we'd play that way. We'd play that if you caught the ball, not only was the other person out, but one of your out people got back in. Right. I think that's a com- pretty common one. That's the way they played in the dodgeball movie, anyway. I know that. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, there'd be ones where, like, you'd rush out to get the ball at center court yep. uh, at the beginning of the game, but you couldn't throw the ball. You had to get back to the free throw line before you could throw the ball. Nice. That was probably just to avoid injury from, like, point blank with shot. Which did not stop some kids, by the way. <laughs> they just, just unleash on some poor girl running by, just smack uh, right in the face. Oh, my God. <laughs> what else you got? Um, you remember when they would call it open season? It was like when the PE teacher was bored with the game and he would just call it open season and you didn't have to stay behind half court anymore. You could just go wherever you wanted and blast the shit out of people. Oh, those educators back then were just fantastic. Oh man. <laughs> oh, man. I'll get to one game. There's some games that you couldn't get away with stuff now, but right. um, I love dodgeball. Every kid loves dodgeball. Yeah. I mean, it, come on. It's fun. It's a fun game. It's it, it it's fun. Like To think about now, it's like, man, I want to play a game of dodgeball. It's just a fun, cool game. I mean, there was variants, like, even in, remember the show American Gladiators? They kind of had a dodgeball, <laughs> you know, variant, <laughs> you know? Um I mentioned the, the longest game of dodgeball ever played was on September 25th, 2012. It had 6,084 participants. Um, the previous t- title uh, record holder was 44,979 participants. And um, uh, the, the winner with this over 6,000 was at the University of California, Irvine. 
And uh, so that's in the Guinness Book of World Records. The longest game of dodgeball ever played was from April 27th through the 29th in 2012 at um, Castleton State College in Castleton, Vermont. The game lasted 41 hours, 3 minutes, and 17 seconds. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know how many people they had in that one, but yeah, that's that's ridiculous. That that's a that's a lot of weed. I bet they're smoking. <laughs> play a game of dodgeball that long, but um, yeah, they play it like they play it all over. You mentioned, um, but yeah, it's the there it, there isn't a game that goes by from when you're five years old to to now if you play it as an adult. There isn't a game that goes by that someone doesn't take one off the beak. <laughs> that's, oh, yeah. oh my god and that sound is just it's it will haunt you if you're the one that gets hit in the face it will haunt you for days that sound well, a lot of times let's be honest i think i liked the game i like the game a lot because you got to take out your aggression on your classmates like oh, yeah. if you had something bottled up yeah you could take that aggression out pretty easily yeah, you're right. You're right. Maybe teachers saw that. Maybe that's what they strategically had a dodgeball game because they knew like little, little t- Timmy and little Johnny needed to like just let out some anger, you know. But oh, yep, that's good stuff. <laughs> Anything else on dodgeball? No. Dodge, dip, duck, dive, and dodge. Las Vegas, a city built upon sand, broken dreams, and five-dollar lobster. A city where you can get a happy ending, but only if you pay a little extra. A city home to a sporting event greater than the World Cup, World Series, and World War II combined. Live from Las Vegas, it's the Las Vegas International Dodgeball Open here on ESPN 8, The Ocho. Bringing you the finest in seldom seen sports from around the globe since 1999. If it's almost a sport, we've got it here. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this year's annual Las Vegas International Dodgeball Open, brought to you exclusively here on ESPN 8, The Ocho. We're coming to you live from the Las Vegas University Learning Annex. My name is Cotton McKnight, and with me, as always, is my partner in crime, Pepper Brooks. Pepper. Yeah, Cotton. Hey. Everybody, 32 teams in play. That means four wins is going to get you in the final match with that fifth win getting you the 50K that everyone's chasing. Cotton. All right, man. So that dodgeball was your number two. Two. And Kickball was my three. Okay. Dodgeball was two. So we're on number two. My number two, then. We're flying through yeah. this. Yeah. All right. My number two is great. And you can play, um, you played this in the summer with your friends. You played this in school. And that's where I first started playing it, and you play it, you can play it now. And it's the simple game called Capture the Flag. Oh, man, we never played Capture the Flag. Oh, my gosh, are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> it's a great game. It is so much fun. Oh, man. And now nowadays, a lot of people play it like um, if they – well, I know I don't know if it's still big, but for a while, paintball was a huge craze. Yeah, when we used to do that – like a bunch of my friends would go out because I lived out in the country, so we'd find somebody who had like a lot of land, and we would go out in the woods and play paintball for like the whole day. Yeah, nice. And we would capture the flag and stuff. So it didn't play paintball, but not it wasn't like a, a PE game or anything. Oh yeah, we had the P, we did the PE game. We had the little you know one yellow, one red flag because it was only two colors. My school bought, um, and you, it, you had one at each end of the gym, and I th- we would play it. I think and. I could be wrong, but it was either like three or five orange like road cones, and your team would strategically like hide it, hide the flag under one of them, 
So you, the other team wouldn't know which one it was. They knew it was under one of the five cones. And um, that's how we'd, we'd play. So, uh, and then it, it's capture the flag. It's, it's you, you go try to capture the other team's flag. If you get tagged um, in, in paintball, you get shot by paintball, but in another version. But in school, you just tag the person. Um, the players would be, um, would be out or would be sent to, uh, quote-unquote, jail. We had a jail. Um, and you could get freed by other, other, you know, your other teammates. Um, they'd run, have to run over and, and, and touch you, so then you'd run back. Um, some people would be like, if you get tagged, you're frozen. I know some people played that way, and you had to sit there until someone tagged you. Um, but it was great, and you just uh, just kept going back and forth, and whoever got the flag won. And uh, it's yeah, it's a pretty simple game, <laughs> and I I love it. Like you, like you said, a lot of people love playing with paintball now. That's like the favorite game I think in paintball is to play capture the flag it's most yeah i mean i think it's mostly what people play um uh my wife was talking to me about uh when she went to camp she was always excited because at night they would do a night capture the flag so you'd have flashlights and you're running around oh that's fun that sounds awesome and i never played that one and that was like i'm surprised we didn't do that we did our talked about our summertime activities like holy crap that'd be awesome and all like all neighborhood capture the flag with flashlights that'd be great oh that'd be so much fun yeah um so, some other variants too sometimes the flags are in your opponent's pockets and like it's almost like flag football and you gotta like all your team everyone on the team has to get their the flags out of them that's a different way of playing some people play with like checking like when it's old, some older people like check them into the boards and stuff that's that's a little older i think i've never heard of that one but i read that that's the way some people play and i'm like that's that's crazy. <laughs> like, just <laughs> check someone to the board. I got your flag. Yeah. Um, oh, but it's great. Uh, there is a it's, – it's made a recent comeback among adults, like we mentioned. Um, they do uh, – there's there's games played in um, on city streets where players use their cell phones to communicate. And, uh, and news about the game spreads virally through the use of blogs and stuff in, in their phones. And they, um, so they call it Urban Capture the Flag, and it's been played in cities throughout North America. And one, one long-running example occurs at the Northrop Mall at the University of Minnesota on Fridays. Uh, they, play, they play Urban uh, Capture the Flag, and they have uh, anywhere from 50 people to several hundred people, whoever shows up that Friday. So, oh, wow. yeah, which I, I never, I didn't go to University of Minnesota and I didn't even know of this tradition, but it's like, that might've been a reason just to go <laughs> right there. <laughs> so screw school. I just go there. But, uh, yeah. So I love capture the flag. So I can't, I'm, I'm, I'm sad for you. You guys didn't have to get to play it in, in, in PE class. Yeah. It wasn't a thing. It wasn't a thing. But I remember it anyway. All right. All right. Moving on, man. Holy smokes. We already are our number ones. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, this is a short show. That's okay. We we got a couple things at the end we can talk about. But our number what's before we get to our number ones, I guess. Yes. We got um we got a couple uh honorable mentions. Yeah. Go for it. Um okay, so my school did something that I think a lot of schools probably didn't do. Mm-hmm. We alternated every year. One year we would golf and then the other year we would do archery. Okay. And I loved archery. And that almost made my list, but I didn't think anybody else really, any schools really did archery. Yeah. And I have a feeling like, and this is kind of weird to say, but like when you were in high school, you graduated what, 2000? Yes. Okay, I was 01. So 
for us the high school equivalent of like a ma- the major event where there's a before and after, like a 9-11. There's pre-9-11, post-9-11. And in high school, in our generation, it was Columbine. You had pre-Columbine, mm-hmm. post-Columbine. Afterwards is when you had a liaison officer at the school. There were metal detectors now. You oh, had yeah. to sign in. Stuff. And like everything was a lot different after Columbine. And archery went away after Columbine because we used real arrows. And oh. they taught us how to brace the bow and take target practice and shoot into hay bales with... Uh, with targets on them and stuff like, I wow. don't think that could happen today. No, I don't think so. The only one the way uh, I remember archery was like uh, camp. Uh, I never went to like an overnight camp, but there was like day camps through like church groups and stuff. That's the only time yeah. I ever would do archery. It was never in school. Yeah, so. I, I, I don't know. Oh, we did it in school. Cool. It seems like a giant <laughs> lie. But yeah. Dude, is long um, darts also on your list? <laughs> <laughs> right. So it was uh, running around with a metal pole in a lightning storm. That was a really good class. Um, how do you know how electricity man? works? Well, now you yeah. know. <laughs> uh, we played team handball, which was a oh. lot like soccer, but yeah. with throwing the ball. Yeah, yeah, that handball. I remember uh, handball. That's a good one. Did you play flicker ball, which is basketball with a football? Um, that sounds familiar. I don't remember the name flicker ball, but something like that game kind of sounds familiar. No, that. Anyway, cool. That's cool. <laughs> uh, we had that one. <laughs> and uh, my other my other PE story would have been, um, you know, the presidential fitness test. Oh, yes. <laughs> of course. Yes. So when it came time to run the mile, they would always like, you know, every day we would go like run a lap at the school, which is a quarter mile. So we'd go run a quarter mile and then go do whatever game we were going to do. Yeah. And then when it came time to do the mile, they would like, okay, this whole week we're going to run a half mile, and the next week we're going to run three-quarter, and then you're going to do the mile run, and they build you up to it. Sure. My freshman year, first day of school, they had us run a mile. Oh, my Lord. The first day. Now, like today, if you were like, hey, go run a mile, like, yeah, it's fine. But when I was 13, and I didn't do anything all summer long besides eat hot dogs and watch TV, right? and then you're going to make me run a mile the first day of school? So we did that, and I have asthma, and we ran the mile. And I'll my give lungs you collapsed. asthma. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> my, uh, my lungs collapsed, both of them. No way. Serious? And, yeah, seriously. Oh and then God. I had like an asthma attack, and I was in the hospital for two weeks. Jesus. It was, it was fantastic. Oh, my God. I, I'm, I'm glad you're okay, but I am hey, just thanks. hoping Mrs. Doubt charged the school like Beverly Goldberg on the Goldbergs. <laughs> Like, did you know, just... surprisingly, I don't think she did, and she really should have, because it was because they made us run that mile on the first day of school after summer vacation. Wow. Like, why would you do that? Like, you know the kids were vegging all... I mean, that's just wrong. That's. I mean, at that age, in my summer break, yeah. I did nothing. Like, oh. literally zero. I, I played baseball, summer baseball, and that's the only thing I did. Other than that, I, I played video games all day. Right. Oh, my God. They, that the whole If that happened now... If you were in school now and you're a kid who both lungs collapsed, the, first of all, it would make national news. Yeah. <laughs> it would be all over the place. By the end of that day, the 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 teacher would have resigned. The two of the school board members would have resigned, and like one of either assistant or the or, or or the assistant principal or the regular principal would have been fired too. Like that's how it would have gone down nowadays. Yeah, yeah. probably. Wow, good stuff. <laughs> well, God. Two lungs collapsed. I mean, you only have two, Jim. You can't have that have happen. To. It yeah. was like the top top ten percent of both of my lungs shut down. Jesus, it was pretty awesome. Yeah, it was cool, man. It was yeah. a good time. Yeah, it was great. also when it was also 
the same week that uh, Princess Diana died because I remember sitting in the hospital watching uh, the news coverage of her death on TV. Oh, so God, just nice little pick me up while you're watching. While you're... Yeah, yeah. Good, good stuff. What are, any other uh, ones that? Uh, no, that's album? all the stories I have to regale you with physical <laughs> education in Illinois. I am like in utter shock here. Like I'm, I just want to drive down in Cleveland, give you a hug, just give you a nice hug. <laughs> All right, um, a couple of my honorable mentions. Um, Foursquare, which was mostly outside because I always had the Foursquare thing outside. Well, we played it inside too. It was always on the. the Foursquare was, was great. Foursquare yeah. was great. Um, just, just general tag. I love tag. Um, freeze tag was <laughs> my like favorite. It's the most basic game that it comes down to you. And it's, tag. it's great. And it's great. <laughs> I love it. Tag, you're it. I mean, people still do that now. Um, I loved Wiffle Ball. Um, yeah, and I loved pickleball. Jim, do you know what pickleball is? Oh, I loved pickleball. Yeah, pickleball was uh, in high school, um, maybe junior high, but high school for sure. We played pickleball a lot, and um, in the summer times there was this like open gym thing you could go hang out because they they needed kids to do something in the summer, and parents didn't want to their kids at home, <laughs> so we go to the open gym from like nine to twelve or whatever every day in the summer. Anyway, I, my friend Tony and I would just play pickleball like all day. And basically, it's just what you're talking about is table tennis, but you're on the you're actually on the gym floor, and mm-hmm. it's the same rules, just a bigger, little bigger paddle and a bigger ball, and that's it. And I, I absolutely love that game. It was so much, oh, that was hard to leave off my list, but I, I tried to keep going with like ones that were in elementary school, but that was a good one. Um, my junior high, uh, we had an Olympic sized swimming pool in my junior high, and um, so oh, wow. so RPE class, it would be two weeks. You'd be in the gym. And then two weeks it'd be it'd be um, physical education, but with the pool. So you would um, so you do things that, that were it was, so it was phi ed, but it was this, this this week was pool week, and you go and so it'd flip flop every two weeks. And um, I, I really I distinctly remember just playing just crazy games of water polo, <laughs> like <laughs> I loved <laughs> just running around. And basically it's dodgeball, but in the water, because you're not even trying to <laughs> score; you're just trying to hit everyone else in the face. And um, but that was yeah, that was cool. So yeah, not a lot of people when I met when I didn't know that was like a not a thing that people didn't have Olympic sized swimming pools in their <laughs> junior highs, <laughs> in middle schools. It, like when people were like you had a pool, I'm like yeah, what that's not a thing. And you know, yeah, apparently it's a thing. We didn't. We yeah. didn't have a pool. Well, and it's weird all. because the two, the high the, the high schools in my town didn't have pools, but the junior highs did, and that's where the high school swim teams would go. <laughs> It was weird. Oh. It was weird. Um, anyway, um, so that was cool. Um, and uh, the one I didn't mention, and I, I don't know if this is your number one. You know what? I'm going to leave it off because it might not be your number one. I'll, I'll mention it at the end. Um, okay. So, all right. So let's get let's get into it, Jim. What's our number ones here? I guess it's my, my turn, huh? You're up. You're up. All right. My number one is, and they still do it today because my son just came home all excited about this. And it's, I don't know what people call it, but I just call it parachute day. And it's the big multicolored nylon parachute or nylon sheet. And for the whole gym class, you just did fun things with that to make it like mushroom up or bounce around. And it was just parachute day. And I absolutely loved it. Are you familiar with parachute day? We did not have parachute day. But do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, okay. I do. Okay, good. Cool. So basically, like I said, it's a, it's round, multicolored nylon sheet, uh, usually about 30 feet in diameter. Um, and sometimes it has handles, sometimes it doesn't. Ours doesn't have handles. You just had to hold on to that some bitch for dear life. Because when you're five years old, <laughs> there's not a lot of weight to you, and you could fly across the room. But um, 
you so everyone would be like a circle and like be on the outside of it, and they'd like vigorously shake it to make cool wave patterns. Or um, we'd we'd all at one like, the teacher would count like one two three and you'd lift your arms up so it would go up and then the air would make a big balloon you know make it like a mushroom and then you'd sit inside of it and you all sitting there with your friends and just waiting for it to slowly lose air and fall on you. Um, it's just cool. It's just a cool game. Well, there was one where you'd have like we call it popcorn and it, the teacher would throw a bunch of like like those plastic balls you at like McDonald's ball pit. <laughs> they throw those on there and you just pop them up in the air, you know, waving the thing. Uh, shark attack, which this is great. I remember this game and I didn't remember it until my son came home and said, dad, we played this thing with, we played with a parachute in gym class and we played this game called shark attack. I'm like, no way. It's, is that where they, <laughs> there's two kids underneath and as the sharks and you're just sitting there. And then if a kid grabs you, like grabs your leg or touches you, you're being, you start yelling, ah, lifeguard, lifeguard, and be attacked. And the life, whoever was designated as the lifeguard had to run around to you and touch you before you get sucked in, quote-unquote, and um, from the shark. And if you get, if the lifeguard doesn't get to you in time, then you become a shark, and you just keep going until all the kids are sharks. And it was just so much fun. It was the, When you walk in that day in gym class and you see that thing laid out ready to go, you're like, oh, yeah, today's a good day. Today's a good day. <laughs> I absolutely loved it. Um, another one was a, a trading spaces one, and it was kind of like a Red Rover. And uh, you'd you'd all have it. You'd have it up in the air, like you're doing that, like when you get the, all the air in there, and you have it up there before it falls. And then the teacher or someone would yell, like everyone with March birthdays, switch you know switch spots. And so all the kids who had March birthdays or would run out and have to run to the other side, like switch spots, just trading spaces. And it's and that was I don't know what the point of it was but that was that was pretty cool um i love parachute day oh it's so cool I was, these are all things i wish i could still do like I, it, now it would just be creepy <laughs> if i showed up at a gym you know like <laughs> hey we doing parachute no no tom <laughs> in fact you need to leave um but uh yeah i loved it such a great such a great uh such a great day of parachute day and i don't know what the physical I don't know why that would be physical education. I don't know what, the, why that has anything to do with anything. Unless it was the teacher just gave up that day and just brought yeah. that thing out, which is probably more accurate. That's probably exactly what it was. But, oh, it was great. And I know there's a lot of people out there probably know what I'm talking about. And I know you said you're familiar with it by seeing things on – you probably have seen pictures on the internet and stuff. But Yeah, and my wife was saying that's like her – that was her favorite day. I'm surprised you didn't have to do – you didn't do it. They took – well, maybe you said it. Illinois took physical education pretty serious. So maybe they, they said, really screw did. this parachute nonsense. Get that the hell out of here. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, man, what's your number one? My favorite gym game of all time, and this is a grade school game. Okay. And it goes by a couple different names, but we played Turtle Tag. Turtle Tag? Oh, you didn't play Turtle Tag? I, why is it? I don't, it doesn't sound familiar to me. Can you explain okay. it to me? <clears throat> it also went... There's slight variations, like uh, Sharks and Minnows was another game that was kind of the same thing. Okay. Turtle Tag. All of you would line up along one of the walls of the gym, okay. kind of like you were going to play Red Rover, uh-huh. and there was one person in the middle who could run around and tag you. Okay. So the whistle would blow, you would all run across the gym to the other side, and that one person would tag whoever they could in that amount of time. And if you got tagged, you sat down, and you couldn't move, and then on the next pass, those people who were sitting down could reach out and tag people as you ran back to the other side of the gym. 
Oh, so you're bobbing and weaving between all the kids. Yeah. So oh, you have sweet. to avoid the one person who can actually run around and then dive over the kids who were seated trying to tag you. Oh, nice. To get to the other side. And there was something about the person who could run around. You know, you know what? I think that person, there was some, some limitations. Like it wasn't just open season. They could only be <laughs> like from half court on or something. Okay. I think that's what it was too. Because I remember some people like taking their time strategically walking around the people who were seated until that other person could get to them and they'd have to sprint to the other side of the court. Nice. Nice. I Turtle don't, don't re- it sounds familiar when you explain it, but I don't remember it. And I, maybe we played, but that's definitely not one that was on my radar. That's, that sounds awesome. It was a lot of fun. There was another version of this game and it might've been Sharks and Minnows where you got tagged and you sat down, but the people running could run to you and tag you. And then you were live again. You could get up and keep going. Okay. So the game lasted a long time, but I can't remember what that game was. Nice. Nice. That's awesome. Turtle tag. I want to play that. I have to ask my son if they play that. Because I, I have asked him. I'm like, you know what dodgeball is? He's like, yeah, we play dodgeball. And I'm like, and then he told me about the parachute. So they're still playing these games. This is still a PE staple, a lot of these games. I have to ask him about that one. He's been playing there. That's sweet. He's going to be like, Turtle Tag's the best game ever, Dad. Yeah. That's what he's going to play. He'll be, like if, he'll, be like, he'll be like what you just said. Like, you don't even know what that is? No, you didn't really say it that way, but <laughs> <laughs> it was in your voice, I can tell. Mm. Um, nice. Good stuff. This was fun. I like This was a fun one. I was excited about doing this, uh, this category. And um, this was suggested. I didn't even mention at the top of the show. I'm sorry. But this was suggested by a listener. Uh, Matt suggested this. So thank you, Matt. Um, it was a good one. Jim and I, uh, we like to reminisce about the old days. And, uh, yeah. yeah. Obviously. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, man. Good. Anything else on gym games, Jim? No, I don't think so. Okay. All right. Well, we had a couple people write in uh, uh, about the – their top five. Well, one person just wrote one and says trench dodgeball was always a favorite. So that's kind of what I was talking about, that army dodgeball. Uh, Kevin wrote in, um, well, that was Rondo who wrote that in. Kevin wrote in uh, his five to one was jump rope competitions. I always remember having to do that, like jump rope for heart. Remember that? Yes. Yeah, I, maybe that's what he's talking about there. Um, scooter games. That's the other one I was going to not. Oh, uh, yeah. That was the one I didn't mention because I thought maybe, they, maybe you're t- going to do that one because – Scooter game sounds fun. Like that day, the scooter, like to me anyway. Like, I see, you see the scooter, like yes, this is a great day. But it only always ended in like a dislocated finger or like, <laughs> like it's so dangerous. Those little wheels rolling over. <laughs> I never remember having that much fun doing the scooter games. I just remember it being cool that there's little scooters. Yeah. Um, did you you did scooter games? Yeah, I can't remember the games that were involved. I just remember being on those little like two by two pieces of plastic with wheels trying to get across the gym. Right. Oh, I love it. They're, I keep bringing up the Goldbergs, but they, they do it. There's that this year. Um, he also had parachute time, which I love that. He had war ball. I don't know if I know what war ball is. Have you heard of that one? No. Okay. No. And then his number one was capture the flag, which is nice. A fantastic game. Uh, Oh, good stuff. I like it. I like it. Okay, Jim, we, uh, we got a show next week to do too. We, what do you want to do? We this uh this was recommended to us, wasn't it? Yes, by uh, Mike. Mike. Mike, we we are gonna do greatest hits albums. That's exciting. I'm 
I have many greatest hits albums, actually. You know, when people yeah. used to buy CDs? <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so that's exciting. Sidebar, did you hear Best Buy has totally taken all music out of their stores now? That's what? Like, Are yeah, you it's, kidding? It's gone now. I think I don't know if it's officially gone, but it's 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 in play to get every CD out of there. So there's that. Not to not to, not to ruin uh-huh. your day. <laughs> Dude, you just you totally did. <sighs> well, you can do still get them on Amazon, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I'm sorry. I, still... <laughs> I didn't mean to ruin your day. I really didn't. It's just sad. It That's sad. all. It is. Sad. It's just sad because there's no format. Only format is is if you buy it on iTunes or like only digitally. There's no thing to own with these. With there's no album to own anymore. No. No physical album. But damn it, we're gonna talk about our greatest, <laughs> greatest um, hits albums that we owned and I still own because I'm damn proud. So let's talk there's about a that. Lot of, there's a lot of them. Just greatest hits albums I own where I don't. I don't own a ton of this particular band's stuff, but I love their greatest hits. Well, yeah, because, I mean, we'll talk about it next week, but a lot of bands, you know, they'd only put out, like, two good songs on an album. The rest of it was shit. But yeah. if they put out enough of those albums, you can get ten songs, <laughs> you know, as yeah. your greatest hits. So, and, I mean, and a lot of times bands use the greatest hits album as a way to fulfill a contract so they can leave a record company. Oh, is that... Like, was... you, you sign, like, a five-album deal, and you did four, so you just put a greatest hits together, and then you fulfill your contract, and you're done. That's interesting. Uh, that's good. Save that. Save more of that for next week. I like that. Okay. That's a, that's interesting. To, well, good. I'm excited. I like doing the music ones. Then we we can make a new uh, Spotify list too, and uh, oh, so yeah, people yeah, to follow the music. We haven't done one in a long time. No, I think we haven't done it. We didn't do our Christmas ones, which we're kind of. We'll catch you on the. We'll catch you around the horn there because yeah, yeah, a little late. We'll, we'll do that next year, but uh, yeah, let's do that. Um, and where can everyone uh, talk to us, hear us, and uh, and all that stuff, Jim? Hmm. hmm. Um, on those, uh, I'm tired on the social media things where, where, uh, you were at a store and you, you saw a clerk mm-hmm. and you want to stalk that person. So yeah. you start Googling and trying to figure out what yeah. social media devices that person's on. Yeah. Cause you remember we're on those. Yeah. We're on Tom those. And Jim top five. Cause you remember the, the girl's first name on her name tag when you're at Spencer's you, that day. You start, yeah. You start searching like Jessica home Depot Duluth. Yeah. Just to see what pops up. What have you heard? <laughs> oh crazy cool yeah we're all in all, we're on all those things and uh and we've been watching uh we, we can email us too at tom and jim's top five at gmail jim I, real quick i've been watching the olympics did you watch yep. did you watch this uh, opening ceremonies i did very cool the korea together yep. thing was awesome um the 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 u.s their their gloves are the same gloves for, that uh, Lloyd Christmas wore <laughs> in Dumb and Dumber. Go back. If you don't believe me, go back and check it out. Um, but, yeah, I'm excited to keep watching the Olympics. I've been watching it all weekend. I'm going to continue to watch it, but until the, until we uh, meet again in one week. So, Jim, I'm going to call you back in five minutes. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll, probably, I'll probably answer like I always do. Oh, you don't always answer. That's true. Well, to be fair, that was three in the morning and I was drunk. I know. After um, after like 1 a.m., my phone goes to do not disturb mode and it just doesn't take calls. So don't be like – I didn't intentionally not take your call. Oh, you I just sh- don't take anyone's call. You, you should intentionally not take my call if I'm calling after 1 a.m. <laughs> it actually isn't do not disturb mode. I've recalled it Tom mode. Yes, yes. Thank you. I love you so much. And for that, I'm going to call you in another five minutes.
I missed the 